Mecham Auctions, the world's largest collector car auction company, returns to Indy with Dana Mecham's 37th Original Spring Classic, May 10th through the 18th at the Indiana State Fairground. 3,000 muscle cars, Corvettes, exotics, and more. Broadcast on Motor Trend TV and streaming live on Max. From avid collectors to those new to the Mecham experience, we welcome everyone. Register to bid now at Mecham.com. My conversation with Dr. Sue Elsperman at Ivy Tech. IvyTech.edu. We promised you Ivy Tech Week. We bring it to you. We live up to our words. Uh, the conversation got into a, a series of subjects. And yesterday it was about men and graduation rates. Well, that conversation morphed into a conversation about urban or rural. Who's utilizing Ivy Tech, the Community College of Indiana, ivytech.edu? And is there a propensity to gravitate towards one type of student over the other? Is there the, 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 the real push to, to grab all the students in, in all the ways? Is, is that the, is that the, the objective? Is this what we're trying to do? And so I had the conversation with Dr. Sue Elsperman. Oh, sorry. As we're talking about Ivy Tech and, and trying to understand, you know, where it is and where it fits itself in, in the pantheon of, of universities and colleges we have in the state of Indiana, um, let us discuss your, your, your campuses, which I honestly – didn't know if we called it campuses or campi, but it's campuses in case, in case you wanted to know. Um, how, do, how do you pay for this stuff? The buildings that you see, the growth that you sometimes yeah. want to have, who's paying for this? So we have 19 campuses, 40 locations, and the General Assembly uh, helps us with capital. Um, but in fact, you'll be happy to know, Tony, we're actually smaller today than we were 10 years ago. We have removed almost a million square feet out of a 6.5 million square foot across the state of Indiana because today we don't need as many classrooms as we once did. About a third of our students will take online classes, right? That's part of the new world or hybrid. We will always need high quality labs. And for those reasons, we continue to need to improve the capital that we have. Uh, so we have six proposals before the General Assembly right now uh, to ask them to help us upgrade. So it's not to build more classrooms, but to have world-class labs in areas like advanced manufacturing, industry 4.0, uh, like in nursing simulation, like in welding and all those uh, industrial trades that are needed. So um, so we we won't be bigger we will all we will serve more. And by the way, Tony, we've served one hundred seventy five thousand Hoosiers this year. That's a lot of Hoosiers. Now, we've got two million yet that don't have anything post-secondary. So we still have a long way to go. But our spaces are not we're not com- getting more space to have more space. In fact, in Columbus, we took down the old campus, built a brand new one, state of the art that will serve that community and service area tremendously well, but it's not one square foot larger than the old one. And in fact, that was my rule because 
we want our money to go towards our students, our programs, quality faculty, et cetera, right? So I don't want to spend any more. I'm an industrial engineer. I'm not going to spend any more money on facilities than we need to, but we have to have high when, quality facilities. When you bring up this idea of virtual education, uh, when you talk about Indiana, you're talking about urban versus rural mm-hmm. uh, and, and how that plays out. Is there a propensity for Ivy Tech to really only be interested in one kind of student? If you're interested in the rural uh, student, as you talk about virtual classes, is, is that meant for, for rural or is it meant for both? And, and what do you do about those rural communities that don't have the internet access to begin with? Yeah, so we're, that's one of the reasons we're in 40 communities. So 19, which would be in our, you know, large to smaller and medium-sized cities, um, we're within 30 minutes of more than 90% of Hoosiers. So even if you come from a more rural county, there are very few that you can't get to in Ivy Tech in 30 or 40 minutes from where you are. Um, And we offer uh, exclusively online for those students who need that. and then we have a number of uh, virtual, uh, what you would have called virtual options, where they're really synchronous, right? Like we're doing today on this interview. Uh, and during COVID, we provided hotspots. We have loaner laptops. So there are very few places where a Hoosier can't get uh, access to us. Um, they may have to go to their local library if they need, you know, to get, if they had no Uh, access at home, but we have made it very possible for our students, for Hoosiers across the state of Indiana to get access to us. And it is something we care deeply about and a community college needs to serve rural and urban. And I also, the other thing to, to understand is, look, I'm sitting in Ferdinand, Indiana, my home today before I head out to the rest of my meetings today. We have we have fiber to our door, right? In a small town of 2000. That doesn't, that's not every town, but this governor has worked hard to bring internet throughout our state to make sure it's getting to that last mile. And thankfully there are fewer and fewer who don't have it. And for those who don't, we can help them with hotspots, loaner laptops, et cetera. Uh, The, um, the rural urban conversation in terms of graduates, what's the breakdown there? That's a good question. I don't have that at my fingertips, but Tony, happy to get that to you. What I can tell you, we're in over 400 high schools with dual credit. So I know those students in many, most, because we're in almost every high school in Indiana, those students are getting dual credit, that early college experience starting there. So it is, we're not leaving small communities behind. We approach every one of them. And our service areas, though a campus may sit in Columbus, Indiana, it encompasses all those rural com- uh, counties around it. And those uh, chancellors and their teams uh, serve each one of the smaller communities. So we are not uh, only... Uh, in that small city, we believe and and we cover every inch of Indiana and fully expect uh, to serve the students, the adult learners, all those who would need us, uh, particularly the employers and the programs they need in those communities. 
Now, I expect to get that information from uh, her her staff, uh, from uh, Dr. Elsherman's staff, uh, about the graduates and about uh, the, the breakdowns, because it's important. If the, the Ivy Tech conversation is one where we have a much greater stake in its success, or at least in its understanding, um, if we are going to be the people who are supporting the school, and I do admittedly, when it comes to IU or other places, I have issues with the idea that somehow there's some level of state funding for these institutions. I, 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 I go back and forth in a lot of ways, and I don't mind talking to people about it and getting more information about it. But if we're going to be the people who are financially supportive in a lot of ways of Ivy Tech, we should be very, very interested in their results. It's not just something over there. And so the results matter. And ensuring that the urban is tr- the, the, the urban is treated as the rural and the rural is treated as the urban in terms of the students coming to the campuses or remotely matters. Dr. Sue Elsman, I appreciate her. Ivy Tech Week continues. IvyTech.edu. Get more information there. Matt Bear has traffic.